The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Monday show for you. Danielle Alvarez coming up from the LA City Cast. We talked a little NCAA tournament. Uh, she hopped on after Knicks Clippers. We talked some NBA, some tournaments, some sleepers. Some of these conference tournaments went in a, a lot of different directions. So that was a fun conversation. That'll be coming up. But we'll start here with the Nets in what was uh, really a fun game. Just superstars making shot after shot yesterday against the Celtics. Celtics win the game uh, by six. A bad beat if you had the Nets plus five, which I did. Nets were up uh, a point with three minutes to go. There were some bad beats yesterday in the NBA, which I'll get to. But Nets are up a point with three minutes to go, getting five, which, I mean, not the worst thing in the world. We've seen worse, as we'll get to, but... They lose the game 126-120. Tatum with 54. Durant with 37. Just guys making shot after shot. Nets didn't play poorly. Second game in a row where the Nets, you know, have their moments where you say, all right, this is the version of the Nets we've been waiting for. This is what we're expecting. Starting to feel good about it. And just a gut punch of a loss. Another one. uh, Where you look, if if you're missing Kyrie and you're missing Durant in some of these games and you lose, you kind of live with it. But when you get them back and you play well and you still lose, starting to be very little room for error here now. They're fine in terms of getting in the plane, I would think. They still have uh, you know, a one-and-a-half game lead on the Wizards for the for the final spot. But if the Hawks win tonight, if the Hawks win tonight, the Nets move to the 10 seed. They are, the Nets are 32-33. and 33. The Hawks win tonight. They are 500. So, um, you know, any fantasy of getting out of the plane... He's pretty much gone. Nets are going to be in the plane. We've been saying that for a while. I said that pretty much. Uh, the the day they traded Harden, we said, you know what? With no sign of Durant coming back, with Kyrie only playing, I don't know, 40% of the games, um, and, and Harden now on the Sixers, and considering where the Nets were, the Nets were headed for the plane. They are absolutely headed for the plane. Uh, they're not catching Celtics. They're not catching even the Cavs. They are, that's just an afterthought at this point. Nets are going to be in the play-in here in a month or so. 32 and 33. The Hornets are 32 and 33 at the 8. So it's not impossible. Nets get their act together and catch the Hornets for the 8. It's not impossible at all. It's probably even still likely. Uh, the Raptors, of course, 34 and 30. So right now the, the play-in goes Raptors, Hornets, Nets, Hawks. And if the Nets, if, if the Hawks win tonight and the Hawks are 8-point favorites uh, at Bet River Sportsbook against the Pistons, Hawks should win this game tonight. Pistons have played a little better, but the Hawks should win this game tonight. That moves you back to the 10. And boy, I, 
I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm not saying they can't come out of it. We saw the Grizzlies last year come out of uh, the double play in and get into the playoffs. But boy, you're, you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball if you're going to have to play at Atlanta just to stay alive, and then at you know Toronto, Charlotte. Doesn't sound tough. I mean, Toronto's come back to earth a little bit. Uh, Charlotte, eh, it's been okay. They haven't played great at all either. They can't. They don't play any defense. But if you're going to put yourself in, put yourself in a position where you got to play a double play in just to get in the main draw, that's not a great scenario. And that's, uh, I, I would still say possible. I don't know if it's likely because I do think the Nets with Durant back will catch the Hornets. They do play the Hornets tomorrow, and that's on the road. So the Nets will have Durant. They'll have Kyrie. It was. It's kind of weird to see Durant and Kyrie play at the same time. As much as we talk about them and, you know, when they come back, when they come back, it was weird to actually see them on the court at the same time. It just seems like for whatever reason, uh, they're just never on the court at the, at the same time together. So Nets are at the Hornets tomorrow. That's a big game because after that, they do play at the Sixers. You don't want this to fester here where uh, you're all the way down at the bottom for the 10, competing just to stay at the 10. So upcoming schedules tomorrow. Uh, at Charlotte, they play the Hornets. Then they play at Philly Thursday night. That's the uh, the March 10th game everyone's been talking about with Ben Simmons for a while. But I guess that kind of snuck up. Everyone always says March 10th, March 10th, and seems like it's weeks away. Now you look up and it's a couple days away. So uh, at the Hornets tomorrow, at the Sixers Thursday, they host the Knicks Sunday at 1. They are at Orlando Tuesday, so the schedule gets a little easier here. They host the Mavericks next Wednesday. Home for the Blazers, home for the Jazz, at the Grizzlies, at the Heat, home for the Hornets, home for the Pistons. So, uh, then home for the Bucks. Not a terrible schedule, but not easy. There's some, there's some layups mixed in with, you know, you would still count the Knicks as a layup, although the Knicks won last night. Which, hey, who said miracles don't happen? Uh, you know, the Magic's pretty much a layup. Home for the Blazers. Do have tough games against the Jazz, at the Grizzlies, at the Heat. So. Should beat the Hornets. So it's a mixed bag here. The schedule's not impossible, but it's also not easy. Um, so that's the net scenario. Going to be in the play-in. Now the, scenario, now the question is, are they in the double play-in or are they in a position where they only have to win one game just to get in the main draw? I still think they'll get to the eight. If you had to ask me, I still think they'll get to the eight, but it's getting a little dicey here. And again, if Atlanta wins tonight, the Nets at 32 and 33 become the 10 seed. So going to have to start winning some games at some point. Gonna have to start winning some games with Durant back. Kyrie, uh, at some point, is gonna be able to play the home games. Who knows when that's gonna be? You can't really count on that. But Durant is enough to to get you some of these in the win column, at least at home. So uh, I would I would still expect the Nets to be in the eight seed, but in dangerous territory here. And, and again, that was a bad beat yesterday, one twenty six to one twenty. Uh, I had the Nets plus five, led for most of the game. They're up one with three minutes to go. You feel pretty good about it, but that was. Not the worst of it yesterday in the NBA. The Suns were also up one with three minutes to go. Led the whole game. Were plus nine and a half. And the Bucks end the game on a, what was it, a 12 to one run? I think it was. And win the game by 10. You know, usually in garbage time, the Suns foul. Or the other team just dribbles out the clock. I think Middleton jacked the three and hit it. Booker came down. You know, Bucks aren't even playing defense. Booker came down and missed a wide open shot. Uh, obviously, they stopped fouling. It's a 10-point game. So the Bucks will win by 10, and that's just an awful beat. And I had the Suns. I had the Suns and the Nets yesterday. Very frustrating. Uh, just an awful beat. And boy, that wasn't even the worst of it. The, the, uh, the, the Pelicans, I mean, that probably was the worst of it. But the Pelicans-Nuggets was also a very bad one. I'm going to pull up the exact score here 
with the uh, the Pelicans Nuggets. Pelicans were uh, this was a good game, and the Pelicans have played pretty well. But the Pelicans were plus four at Denver, and let's see what they were up here. I'm looking looking for the low point to uh, to kind of sell my argument here. I know they were up like 15 at one point. They had a big lead. Uh, the Pelicans Nuggets yesterday. It's an 11-point game. Wow. The Pelicans are up 11 with three minutes to go. Up, up 11 with three minutes to go. You're plus four. You know, it's a Sunday night. That was a Sunday night game. I think that game started at 7, 730. Uh, so if you're getting the four, you're catching 11. You know what? You've had a long weekend. You're going to go to bed early. You wake up and you say, what the hell happened in that game as the Nuggets win the game 138 to 130? So, boy, it's a tough business. It's a tough business. And even Jazz Thunder, Jazz, uh, Thunder were getting 13, 13 and a half. Depends on when you bet it, where you bet it. And it's like an eight-point game with 40 seconds left. And usually at some point, eight-point game, 40 seconds, they run out the clock. Maybe you get a foul and get it up to 10. Um, somebody hit a three. I think Bogdanovich hit a three. And then they fouled down 11 to make it 13. So the game lands on 13. So bad beats all around. Or good wins if, if you want to look at it the other way. But some of these dogs, man, had some uh, some rough beats. So that's the NBA scenario. We got conference tournaments this week. We'll spend some time on those this week. Big East tournament. Love all the conference tournaments. A lot of fun. Selection Sunday coming up this week. Uh, after not having the tournament, after not having Selection Sunday a couple years ago, and this is the week it really all started to happen. It was a, a couple years ago this week, this kind of Monday, Tuesday, and then that Wednesday was the Gobert press conference. Uh, after not having Selection Sunday, after not having an uh, NCAA tournament, I will never not appreciate the NCAA tournament and selection Sunday. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it as always. Uh, the baseball, not looking good, not sounding good. I, I still maintain optimism that a deal will come at some point. Sounds like the players gave in with some of this stuff, whether it's banning the shifts, bigger bases, which I didn't know bigger bases was an issue. I guess the injury concern, but okay. But sounds like they're deadlocked. More games could be canceled this week. Again, I, I maintain some optimism that, I don't know, May, June, who knows. But I just think there's too much money to be lost for them to lose a whole season. And boy, if they ever lost a whole season, they just couldn't recover. So I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. So that's always that, that's always kind of the, uh, you know, the, the, the position of, you know, both sides where they try to float the worst case scenario and people start, you know, given doomsday scenarios that all oh, this could be it, they could lose the whole season. Remember last year or two years ago in the the strike shortened season, the sixty game season, uh, not really a strike. It was um, it really became a strike, honestly. After it was safe to return, and they were just trying to agree on the money and how much to get. A lot of people said, "Well, there's not going to be a season. These sides hate each other." And you know what? We got a season, so uh, I, I think something will get worked out. It's just when, where, who knows? But I think at some point. Uh, we'll get something done. It's it's tough because, you know, we're second week of March. The weather's nice out. You start to think about baseball. It starts to feel like baseball, and you kind of come to the realization that we're nowhere close to getting MLB back. But, again, we'll uh, we'll play the ball where it lies. Hopefully we'll get it back soon. Again, we'll do some conference tournaments this week uh, as we head towards the NCAA tournament. should be a fun NCAA tournament. But when we come back, who is going to win that NCAA tournament? Who are some good bets for the conference tournaments? All that and more with Danielle Alvari. That is next. This is a New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.
It's been a trip going to New Jersey to place your online sports bets, but those days are over. Legal online sports betting is now live in New York with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Sign up right now. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Get an account and start making your bets right here in New York. You even get up to a $250 match on your first deposit. That's Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Must be 21. Playable New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. All right, we are back, New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, Nick Clippers was just so riveting, just such uh, a classic affair last night that Daniel Alvari and I had to hop on and discuss it. Well, maybe not really. We just uh, wanted to talk. We wanted to talk a little NBA, little Lakers, Knicks, Clippers, Nets. We talked a little bit of everything, her perspective, our perspective uh, from the New York side of it, talks to the NCAA tournament. So here's my conversation with Danielle. Now we welcome in Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast, and I am, of course, Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles City Cast. Will, how are you doing? I'm good, Danielle. I never identify myself anymore in my pods. Maybe I need to start doing that, but I feel like if people downloaded the pod, they know who they're listening to, but I don't know. You're better at this than I am, I guess. I just, you know, I work in media for a long time. I'm used to repeating my name a million times, and people still say, hey, you, at games. Uh, you nevertheless, speaking of games... Did you have action on this Knicks-Clippers game on Sunday night? Because it did not go according to what I thought was going to happen. Let me just say that. Uh, I did not. I did not. I, I thought the line was a little high. Uh, the Clippers, you know, it, it's amazing. Ty Lue, he's not going to win coach of the year. I don't even know if we'll get votes. But to me, he's done as good a job as anybody with no Kawhi, basically yes. no no Paul George for, what, two months. To have them 34-31, and 31, I guess they're 34-32 and 32 now. Uh, I've been impressed with them. The Knicks, I mean, I guess you can say they were due to win one. I mean, they've been in kind of all these games, even though they haven't won it forever. So uh, I wasn't too interested in it. I'm, you know, I'm really into college basketball. I love conference tournament week. So I've been into college basketball all weekend. I'm just exhausted from game after game after game. And there's only more to come. So to answer your question, I had nothing on it. Uh, the Knicks finally win a game, and it's funny. Um, you know, I do this every day. I bet every day. I you know, follow these games as much as anyone. I swear, if you ask me... If you said, hey, here's $10 million, when's the last time the Knicks won a game? I could not have told you. I had to look it up. It was Golden State on February 10th. Uh, that's how long it's been. Oh, just about a month. Yeah, they lost seven straight and 17 of their last 20. Not good. I just looked it up. That's not good. Yeah. Which you can understand why then I wanted to be on the Clippers for this game. The Clippers were opened at four-point favorites. It got up to five and a half before game time. I didn't want a five and a half, so I was like, I'm going to bet this in-game. You know how indecisive I am. And I get this early. I get Clippers minus two and a half and does not matter at all because it's an absolute train wreck the whole game. They're behind by 20, like more than half of the game. None of their shots are falling in. It's There was like a whole stretch in the second quarter. Did you see this in the second quarter where the Clippers just could not get a bucket? And I think they were 0 of 16 at one point. Yeah, and I have friends of mine that are Knicks fans and people on Twitter saying, now's the time to live bet the Clippers because the Knicks in this losing streak have been infamous for blowing big leads. It's funny. The last four times they've had a 15-point lead, they've blown every single game. Uh, they were up 15 against Philly the other night, getting 10 and a half. They didn't cover that. Last Sunday, they were plus nine or so against Philly. They're up three in the fourth quarter, like middle of the fourth quarter, didn't cover. So they've just collapsed. And then Friday night against Phoenix, they collapsed. So I'm sure people were kind of anticipating, hey, a Clippers comeback, another Knicks meltdown. And I don't know mm -hmm. how close the Clippers got it to what, 10, 12, something like that, end of the third? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw like 80, I think it was 80, 68 after three. So you're thinking maybe there was a chance, but uh, 
didn't happen. Didn't happen. This Clippers team really isn't very talented. It's just kind of a testament to uh, to the job Lou's done. Because this tip, you look at the Clipper team. I mean, it's Amir Coffee. It's a bunch of guys that uh, they fight hard. Kind of, yeah, they do. They kind of piece it together. Lou's a really good coach. I think an underrated coach. I think the other team in LA went a little cheap when they were looking to hire a coach. If you remember a couple of years ago, uh, they didn't want to go the extra couple million bucks for Lou. Lou wanted the extra money. He said, "Hey." Look, I've won a championship before. I want a little, little extra money. Lakers didn't want to give it to him. That was probably a mistake. He, he's done a good job. It's funny because uh, I have under 46 and a half wins for the Clippers. And I'm not sweating it, but the fact that I even have to check it, you know, with George being hurt, with Kawhi being hurt, the fact that I even have to worry about it a little bit uh, is, is annoying because I think they need to go, I don't know, 12 and 5, something like that. I should get there. But the fact that they're even pushing with no George and no Leonard is really impressive. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's when you look at this, right? They're missing the two of their best their players. And what's the Lakers' excuse at that point? Because, yeah, you're missing – Anthony Davis has missed, what, 24 games? LeBron missed 17 so far. Um, and yet they can't figure it out. So that just goes to show you that are the Clippers the better role players in this situation? Yeah, are they just been sure. able to put it together? Or how much of that is Ty Lue? A little but both, whatever probably. it is. Yeah, a little of both, yeah. I think. Yeah, whatever it is, I don't know what this game versus the Knicks was. It was. I, it makes me wish I was focusing on college basketball. It's funny because I said yes to going on some shows today. I knew I was going to talk Lakers and Clippers with JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So I knew I was going to talk about that today, so I thought I'm going to bet on this game because I'm already going to be researching it. And then I was also going to hop on with Greg Peterson and talk about all of the college basketball tournaments this week. WCC is one I like to bet because I grew up watching Gonzaga in my house. And then, of course, the Pac-12 tournament beginning on Wednesday. And as I was preparing for all this, I was like, man, there's so much going on with college basketball. I just want to be looking at this stuff. And I, I really wish I was because the Clippers just really uncharacteristic in this game the defense didn't even look like it was there either so i was going to just ask you because i thought i thought the knicks were hot garbage so i want answers what happened uh i think i think you're still right there i don't know if you've seen major okay. league or major league two have you seen those that there's so many things you're just please no audience. more things to my watch list will please i haven't i haven't even gotten to the sopranos just please it's a it's a it's a comedy it's about a baseball team anyway they're bad the manager walks in and says we won a game today we win one t tomorrow that's two in a row we win one the next day that's called a winning streak it has happened before so uh, i think that's tib's <laughs> message to the knicks that look we can win two in a row here and like i said it's been february 10th the last time it's hard to go a month in the nba without winning a game i mean they lost to the blazers they lost to the thunder uh in, in this league it's hard due. to go they were due they were absolutely <laughs> due uh some bad beats in the nba today i don't know if you saw did you see any of this uh, I was watching a little bit of the Celtics game, if that's oh, what you're talking about. That was the tip of the iceberg. Uh, yeah. Nets plus five. They were le leading pretty much most of the game. Don't cover. Celtics pull away. I think that that was the only time the Celtics led by six at the end when they covered. Uh, but there was more. Suns plus nine and a half. Up five with three or four minutes to go. Getting nine and a half. Lost by ten. I think a 13-1 run to end it. Uh, capped off by a Middleton garbage three. Suns, you know, take a jumper. I think Booker missed, so they lose by 10. And then the Pelicans, I want to look this up. The Pelicans had to have been up 10, 15 points in the fourth quarter, getting three mm -hmm. and a half. It goes to overtime, and they, they get run out of the gym in overtime. So some tough ones today in the NBA. It's uh, not for the faint of heart, this business. My goodness. Well, you win some, you lose some. That's the most colloquial way I can say it. You brought the Pelicans. What do you make of this Pelicans team right now? Because I believe they're sitting in the 10th spot right now. They're one game behind the Lakers, and they're playing the best basketball they've played in a while, and it's got to be due to this new lineup, obviously. Getting CJ McCollum was huge for them. So uh, what do you kind of make of them at this point? 
Yeah, it's been impressive. I mean, they kind of counted them off as dead. They were like 3-16, and 16, something like that. They've actually played really well since, and that's with nothing out of Zion. I mean, nothing out of Zion. He hasn't played all year. Uh, McCollum's given him something. Ingram's turned into a hell of a player who we know, you know, from L.A. Uh, you know, he always had the potential. He's turned into a good player. Yeah, they've been feisty. I mean, I don't really expect them to do much. They'll get into a playing, uh, probably be in that back end, the 9-10. You know, maybe they mm-hmm. beat the Lakers. and They don't defend well enough probably to win anything. Uh, maybe if they got Zion back, they could be frisky. I don't expect him to come back. But, yeah, it's been even impressive. Even if he does. Yeah, even if he – well, if he does, yeah. It would at least make it interesting. But I don't think they defend well enough to really do anything. Yeah. I mean, and the big question now has been, at least in terms of the Lakers, are they going to actually make the playoffs? Because, yeah, the plan seems almost inevitable. But even at that point – what are they playing for? What is LeBron playing for at this point? Because this is not a championship-level Lakers team at all. Anthony Davis is still out of the mix. And even when he's in the mix, this is not a team that seems like they're winning. And it kind of seems like, what has the media uh, like headline kind of been that this team is just like falling apart already, like morale-wise? So I don't know what you're playing for at that point because this is not a team that's going to win a championship. Yeah, Van Gundy was on the, the ABC uh, call last night, and he put it well. He's mm-hmm. like, look, this is just a bad roster. They're old. They're small. They're slow. You name it. Without Davis, they're just bad. And hey, even with Davis, like you said, they've been bad. They are garbage. They are complete. The roster is just awful. Having said that, now I don't know if they can find their way into a playoff series, but I just have so much respect for LeBron. If you give me a series, let's say it's Suns-Lakers in the first round, which, again, there are no guarantee to get there. If it's Suns Lakers in the first round and Davis is healthy, I just ha- I'm I'm conditioned to think LeBron can at least take that six or seven games. Just it's LeBron. We saw what he did last night. He scored 56 points. I mean, he's 37 years old, scoring 56. Now again, they're not a championship. But it's team. a series. He can't do 56 points for a whole series. You know. I know, but if you're the other team, if you're the Suns and you're the one seed, and they somehow sneak into the eight, you really want to have to deal with LeBron. LeBron can just take over a game and kind of pick you apart. Uh, again, they're probably not going to beat anybody, but that's just – he's still LeBron. If you get Davis healthy, they could be annoying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think what's been really annoying too for me in terms of the Lakers is I've been trying to tiptoe into betting more NBA props, which is not something that I do very frequently. And I just started doing a little bit with the Clippers, which is very hard because they do everything by committee. But with the Lakers, it's like you can't even bet a LeBron prop because it's getting out of control because he he is the team at this point. Oh, I got to get you. I got to start including you in some of these texts. Me, me and the boys had a nice one tonight. Scotty Barnes, he got announced he was going to play point guard tonight. And his over, they were slow to move the over on his assists. His assists were three and a half. So we sweated that out. Uh, he got the six. I got We got to start including you. They, they leave, you know, they leave some of these up there. They give you some treats once in a while. Like, uh, I know Giddy got hurt for OKC a week or two ago and Alexander props didn't move. So sometimes you get some treats with these. I'll have to include you on some of these. Yeah, that's good because sometimes like I go to the grocery store, I do other things with my life. So it's sometimes I miss things. Um, but yeah, uh, this Lakers team overall, just, Are you a that's nice. That you... I, I feel like you're whole foods. I could, I could see that. I don't know why. You know, what's really annoying is I actually go to like four different grocery stores for different things. Wow. Unfortunately, I run out of them at different paces. Um, but it's, it's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. I do feel like I go to Whole Foods the most, but only because it's the closest to me. On one trip? So you'll make four stops on one trip, or this is just. No, no, you got to break it up. Can't go to four grocery stores in a day. You'd kill yourself. Okay. You can't do that. But why four? Because they have different, they like they all have something that the other ones don't have. Let's hear it. What what do the ones have? <laughs> this is probably more interesting than Nick's Clippers. What does one it's have not, versus it's another not, not have? 
It's not. It's going to make me sound so obnoxious and so like, yes, that person lives in LA is what it's going to make me it. sound Let's hear it. Come like. on. You can't not deliver now. Let's. There's just like, there's vegan food that they don't have at certain places. And so like, I, and to be clear, I'm not vegan, but I eat plant-based, whatever that is. Right. Um, and so I have to go to different stores for different things I like. And I'm kind of a picky eater too. So. Give me one, spe one specific. We need one specific. I think my audience is really fascinated by this. One specific that There's... I go to this for that store. I don't go to this for that. You store. just I'm want not... your audience to hate me. I'm not letting I... you off the hook for this one. If I mean, if anybody could hate me for this, it'd be a New York audience. Maybe there is a cashew milk that I can only get Are you guys at this, this? Oh co-op market. It's it's local. I'm shopping local. I'm supporting local farmers. Cashew. Can milk? I get any credit here? It's cashew milk. Yeah, it's cashew milk. I've never heard of that. What is what is cashew milk? Oh god, it's like a on the thickness scale, I would say it falls between almond and oat. Does that help you out? It doesn't, but I can play along and pretend that it does. So it's it's a medium thickness milk. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, medium medium thickness. Medium thickness. Medium richness. Oh, we have gotten way off the rails. It's probably my fault. I led you in this direction. Uh, I don't even know how we how did we you get asked here? for this? Uh, we wanted to talk about milk instead of the Lakers. I guess we did. That's where we're at. I guess that's that's did. where we're at with the Lakers is milk is more interesting. So, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm actually really excited for, too? I know this is a little bit off, but WNBA season is right around the corner as well. It's two months away, but I know by the time March is going to – I'm going to blink and March is going to be over, so I'm really excited for that, too. Look, but, if there's no baseball, you're going to you're gonna have to uh, give me a little oh refresher course on these is WNBA Is there going to be teams. no baseball? Nah, they'll figure it out. There's too much money to lose to not figure it out. They're going to dig their heels yeah. in. They're going it, to – it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to – I don't think we're like, you know, it's not going to happen overnight or next week. I don't know. The day I'm thinking May 15th again, what the hell do I know? I'm just thinking as long as we get it May 15th, we'll be fine. We'll, you know, we'll have playoffs until then. We'll have the draft. We'll have, you know, the Masters, NCAA tournament. We can all live until May. Hey, this time two years ago, it started to happen with COVID. I remember this week, two years ago, where it's like they started to discuss no fans at the games. Uh, mm. You know, could they possibly reschedule? Then I was like, uh-oh. And that was really scary for me because I had these division bets that were about to cash. And I was like, what the hell? I had Lakers That's why over it was scary. Lakers division. I had no idea what we were in for. So, Not hey, the deadly virus going around. I mean, it was scary because I had future bets. <laughs> on the Raptors to win the Atlantic, um, which they ended these up cashing. These are red flags, by the way. If you're new to betting, these are red flags for betters. Which they ended up <laughs> cashing in like the middle of August. Finally, those are the longest sweats. It's funny. I had Lakers 7-1 to one to win the title from like a week before they traded for Davis that year. Mm -hmm. Had to be June of 2019, right after the finals ended. I didn't cash that son of a bitch. Can we swear on these podcasts? I never know if we can swear. You just did. You just. I did. didn't cash that ticket until October of 2020. That's the longest sweat. That was so satisfying. Where? What was my? Oh, my point was, hey, we survived no sports from what March of 2020 to end of July. So we can all get by with you know a month left of baseball. But hopefully, we got it back and we get it back soon. I do think we we'll have baseball though. Yeah, I think I'm not as excited anyways because I know that the Dodgers are not necessarily in a good situation relative to how they've been in the last couple of years. So for me, maybe not as exciting. Uh, but oh, the Dodgers will be fine. Yeah, yeah. That said, March Madness, you were kind of prepping for this. So yeah. you love conference tournament time. We have some coming up this week. Is there anything that you're super excited about? Just all the games, the volume of games. I mean, <laughs> the NCAA tournament is fun. Obviously, it's it's a, it's a jump ball for me. What's more fun? The NCAA tournament. Those first four days are so good. I'd probably go with that. But conference tournament week. I mean, look at all the games we have this week. It's just, you know, if you're on the East Coast, you get games on in the afternoon during the day all the way up until midnight, 2 in the morning. It's just uh, 
boy, it's a lot of fun. Make sure those accounts are locked and loaded because there is plenty to bet on. So many great live opportunities. It's uh, it's just the best. I'm excited for it. Do you have any bets going on on Monday? I haven't cast mine yet, but I've done my kind of preliminary research here. So I think I know what I'm going to go with for tomorrow. What do you got? Well, so the WCC tournament, obviously going on tomorrow, St. Mary's versus Santa Clara. St. Mary's a five point favorite. I like St. Mary's here. I'm probably going to lay the five with them, which I don't do very often, but I think I'm going to do here. What's your, uh, the cat, two what's games, your reasoning? They're just better. I mean, they split, they split the season uh, during the regular season, right? So St. Mary's won the first one by like eight. And then Santa Clara goes on and wins by six at home. Um, but I just think that the Gales are the better team, the more experienced team. Santa Clara is fine. They're not like a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, but St. Mary's is good enough to beat Gonzaga at least. So a uh, smart enough coach here with Randy Bennett to kind of figure out how to shut down Chet Holmgren and kind of give Drew Timmy a tough time. And so I think that St. Mary's is going to be able to cover this uh, five, not easily, but I think it's going to cover. I'm, I'm pretty confident What's, with it. And then also total is at 139. And I like an under here because even though both teams are kind of scoring slightly above their season averages as of late, like Santa Clara just lit up Portland, but it's Portland. Uh, so I think that we'll see like a tighter game here. And that's how St. Mary's is going to play this. So I think under 139 for this one as well. Does St. Mary's still play slow? I know they, they're typically, you know, they make a million yeah. passes. Is Del Vadova still on the team or that he's not there anymore, right? NBA. I know, I'm just kidding. I think he's out of the <laughs> NBA now. I think he's playing overseas. Is he? Yeah. That's I remember he had like a, a, a half-court shot to win a game. That had to be, boy, eight, nine years ago. Time is flying. Was that a WCC thing or something? I still haven't recovered from the Jalen Suggs half-quarter of last, oh, last March. Yeah, the bank was open late that night. That was a tough it one. Was that was a tough brutal. And they called a charge, right? You guys were up two with the ball, and they called a charge, and then Gonzaga yeah. tied it. Is that or mm-hmm. yeah? Is that what it was? That was a tough one. I think that took a Gonzaga's lot. Gonzaga's also playing Monday first USF. I was going to ask. I was going to get to that because that's uh that's an interesting game. But yeah, that took a lot out of Gonzaga, I think, because Gonzaga just got run out of the gym against Baylor that Monday night for the championship. But uh, they play San Francisco. Do you think San Francisco's in the tournament? I watched them the other night. San Francisco's pretty good. Yeah, I like their coach. Their coach is very, like, analytics-based. He likes – I mean, he's not going to have his team shooting a bunch of mid-range shots. He plays a little bit more NBA style in that way. Um, and they figure if they put enough three-pointers up that it's going to win them some games, and they've been close with that. That said, Gonzaga beat them by 16 in both regular season games, and right now Gonzaga a 13-point favorite. I think they opened at 12, so obviously people grabbed that. Um, and total sitting at around 154. I think 154 sounds a little high for this game even. For these two teams, like I said, high volume, and you know Gonzaga likes to push the ball, push the tempo, but I still think 154 sounds a bit high. Yeah, I'm tempted to take the points with San Francisco, but that's uh, that's not a pleasant experience betting against Gonzaga. It's almost like betting against Alabama in football, where it's they, like you could be tied, you could be feeling good, you're getting all these points, and they hit you with it, like a 24, 21 to four run before you can blink and and you're out of it. Yeah, I, I remember they played, I think last Thursday or something. San Fran was getting 10, 10 and a half at home, and just never kind of in the game. Gonzaga is just, just a machine on offense. Yeah, except for St. Mary's found a way to throw a wrench into the machine. So why can't another team, right? Yeah, you know what San Francisco is going to have to do? They're going to have to drink their cashew milk to get ready for this game. That's what they need to do. I can't believe you made me talk about my milk preferences. It's very private information, but here we are. Um, but again, more interesting than the Lakers, just to be clear. Gonzaga, how annoying have they been this season to bet, though? Because every single game, it seems, has been a double-digit favorite. And I don't ever want to lay double digits with the team. And they've covered an annoying amount of them, actually. Yeah. Do you think this is the year they get it done? I, I thought it was last year. I'm kind of I'm 
I thought it was last year yeah. too. Yeah. Who, who, if you had to pick right now a tournament champion, who would you pick? Life on the line. Gonzaga. Yeah. I, I picked him last year too, and I was I was surprised. But then Baylor, like you said, like it wasn't even close. It wasn't even an entertaining championship game. Yeah, it started a few minutes. I never watch pregame, so I just try to time it. So like, I, I, if, look, if I tune in, it's two nothing. I'd rather just not watch the pregames. I remember the first score I saw was like seven nothing, nine nothing Baylor, and it never made a run. Never got close. Usually. So you're never betting first team to score. I w never say never, <laughs> never say never. But if I have, if I'm not At into least... that, then I'm not watching. I'm not sitting there watching the pregames. I'm not doing it. I, I, I'm, I'm out on all the pregames. I don't, I don't. You should start adding that to March Madness. I'm gonna start betting first team to score. It's got to be insane though. Right? I mean, we talk about it with football. It's like you can't bet that with football because you don't know who's gonna win the coin flip. But it's like at least in basketball, it's literally a toss up. Well, what I started to do is football. <laughs> You sit there on Twitter and you search whatever team name with coin toss, and sometimes you get it. You get the info right. info before they update it, and you can, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a hell of a way to live your life, but you can steal some bets that way for sure. Bet first quarter, bet first half, first team to score. That's a uh, that's a way to steal some wins. Yeah, that's that's really intense. What you're doing <laughs> to be able to this is the life. To... This is the life we choose. I guess to answer my own question, Arizona, who you've seen a lot of, man, they're good. Is yeah. really good. They who is it? Um, who did they play on this, this past week? It was a Tuesday night. Oh, it was USC. I, I was mm, kind of doing some other things. Smacked them. Every time I looked up, I thought it was a replay of the play before. I mean, they're throwing <laughs> touchdown passes. They're dunking alley-oops. I mean, they just – it looks like they're playing with seven or eight guys on the but court. But you know they're, why, right? Why is – oh, because their coach came they're from They're mad. Exactly. They're mad off of that Colorado loss, and they took it out, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but that coach has done a good job for a first year. I mean, I guess he's a long-time oh, assistant with Gonzaga. And you know where they, he came from. Yeah, yeah he's a Zags exactly. guy. He's a Zags exactly. guy. That's, uh, so that's why I call Arizona Gonzaga Jr. It's my favorite thing to call them. It's a compliment. <laughs> so you're so you're going you go with Gonzaga right now. Who is it between them and them and who else? Who, like who would your who would your second team be? Honestly, I don't have I don't have a, I don't have a close second okay. because I don't know how I don't, I mean I know that again I know I'm saying that St. Mary's beat this Gonzaga team, but I don't know who has an answer for Chet Holmgren because he's not a normal big. And so he's just such a problem for pretty much any team. And I don't know who matches up well against that. Yeah. You think Holmgren will be good in the NBA? I'm curious if he's going to put weight on him. He's going to have to put some weight on. But once he puts if weight on If that's his I... biggest issue. Yeah. Come on. But you wonder, you know, you worry if he puts weight on, is that going to reduce some of his flex, you know, his mobility, some of his range? He's going to be a little a step slower because that's a big part of his game. But yeah, he's going to have to put on a little weight. I mean, that kid is thin, thin. My goodness. Well, hopefully it won't affect his perimeter shooting at least, and so. Did you like? Did you enjoy uh, Coach K getting his ass beat last night in his last home game? Who didn't? Oh, man. Who didn't? There is a god. Isn't I feel there? terrible about it though, right? Like oh, too many no. people were excited about no, it. No, it was the best. Yeah, I mean, we need good things in the world to, to all feel good about. We that heard about it all day. Oh, my it was god. like Coach K's last game. Coach K, like we know. There's Twitter. Sometimes it's just a Twitter is a great place to be. And last night after he lost, it was a great place to be. Somebody had a tweet that uh, Coach K announced that John Shire actually coached the game. So it wasn't Coach K's last home loss. It was John Shire's first home loss. Because No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, that, was, exactly... that was fun. That was fun. And then he throws the team under the bus after the game. He goes on the microphone and then Apologizes. he's like, by the way, what an embarrassing effort by those kids. I mean, my goodness. I don't even know them. I yeah. don't even know who coached oh, these kids. Oh, my God. That's that's yeah. a bad that was a bad look. Yeah, if that's how you want to go out, I guess. I guess. Uh 
yeah, Arizona though. Arizona's been incredible. Unbelievable run. It's hard to imagine anybody else winning this Pac-12 tournament. I mean, obviously Arizona, USC, and UCLA are all comfortable with the NCAA tournament bid. So is there an outside team that's going to try to like win out? Like Oregon State was a shock last year. They won the Pac-12 tournament last year. They're obviously... Again, oh kind of God. a dumpster fire this year. I didn't know how bad they were. They're like 3-25. I, I did a double yeah. take when I saw that record set. But, you know, like, weirdly cover games sometimes against good opponents. Hey, that coach got his money, though. And, and he deserves it. I mean, he, they went to the Elite Eight. I mean, that's a that's a stark turnaround, though, from the Elite Eight. And they played – was it Houston they played? They played them pretty tough in the Elite Eight game. They're that mm. close to going to a Final Four. Then you turn around, you're 3-25. My goodness. And, and like you said, yeah. that, was a, that was out of nowhere last year, that run – uh, to the Pac-12 title because they weren't getting in at large, I don't think. And to the Elite Eight. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Or so, Roberts like, is, did a, the is same there? Thing. Yeah. So, is there a Pac-12 team that could sneak in that way? But I, I mean, I talked again with Greg Peterson, who covers, all, I mean, bets on every college basketball game about this, and I just said every time I tried to make a case for another Pac-12 team to win this Pac-12 tournament. I just found reasons for them to not win it, right? So it's like Colorado, yeah, they beat Arizona, but I don't think Arizona lets that happen again. But then even if they pull that off, they have to beat UCLA or USC. I think UCLA, probably. And I don't think they can beat either of those teams. And then you look at Oregon, they fell apart last week at the end of the season. Uh, oh, Washington was State. bad, Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Awful. Awful. What happened? The wheels fell off. They're obsessed with getting in the NIT. I don't know what their obsession with the NIT is, but they are dying <laughs> to get in. My goodness. <laughs> Just want the invite. Just so they can reject it, but they want the invite. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. But then Washington State, they finished the regular season with three straight wins. They beat Oregon 94-74 to on Saturday. Best Pac-12 record, by the way, for Washington State in 14 years. They are such a scrappy team. They're annoying because they played Washington recently, too, and they almost lost to that. Washington has been absolutely terrible, but... Washington State's defense is actually pretty solid, so I was trying to make a case for them there, but then they have to get by UCLA or USC again, and I just I don't see that happening. So there's no like super good value for me here. I guess USC is nine to one if you think they're gonna run the table here. I, I don't. Probably better um, off going game by game by game anyway. Would USC have to win what three games to win it or four? One, two, three, three? Yeah. And you're probably uh, better off just doing money line by money line. Yeah. Yeah, money over money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, some people don't like to do that, right? When does that um, start? It Wednesday? Funny. It starts Wednesday. Yeah. And then um, Thursday, UCLA will play the winner of, of obviously Wednesday's game and then USC as well. So we could see, in theory, UCLA versus USC in the quarterfinals. Are you going to Vegas for it? I wish. I wish I was. Vegas, I am not th sure. That's the best time to be in Vegas. Conference title week. Like I said, all the games. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of the games there, the tournaments there. I don't if know. The first can... four days is pretty great, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, too, because of the weather. It's not like a million degrees. That's the one time of the year. Like March, sometimes early September, like the fall. Uh, that's just the best time of the year is uh, March Madness for, for Vegas. It's just it's so good. Yeah. I agree with you. But I've been to this tournament uh on the court and so now i just feel like what's the point right oh i mean you're too good for it now that's what you're saying <laughs> yeah what me and my cash were, you, what you ucla i finished in 2015 yeah so you were there for three years or four years three because i was a transfer so okay. i didn't yeah so i was there like two and a half so that's what because zach i did a super senior year zach levine teams mm, yeah bryce alford norman powell uh, Kyle, um, not Lowry, but who am I thinking of from the Spurs? 
or no, no longer on the Spurs. Maybe Anderson. Either way, Anderson. Thank you. Slow mo. Yes. Slow mo. Yeah. They made a so, yeah, Sweet Sixteen one of those era. years, right? Fourteen or I think fourteen. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen, but it was the Steve Alford year, so I just missed Cronin, and that was just such a shame because I was never a big Alford fan. I don't know who is. Is it what uh, he had some? He's had issues in the past, right? I'm trying to think of what. He's just not likable too. He's not likable. I mean, okay. Mick's, Mick's done such a better job. He's such a better fit. So that's the good news. It's funny too because Mick gave, was given such a hard time by fans in some ways only because he was 0-5 against USC up until Saturday, of course. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I watched the end, of the end of that game last night. It took forever and there were some uh, you know, missed free throws and then there were some spread dramas. <laughs> Hopefully he got the 7.5. I think USC missed a layup at the buzzer really – uh, and Johnny Juzang missed two free throws. Yeah, one and ones too. Boy, that was a degenerate, uh, degenerate special sitting there at twelve thirty on a Saturday night watching these guys miss one and ones, and they hit reviews. These reviews in college, <laughs> NBA, enough with the reviews. My God, get the call right or don't. If you can, if you can't tell in thirty seconds what the call is, move on. We'll all live with it. My goodness, they they go on and on. I was watching. I think it was Lakers Clippers last Friday night. They had like a ten or twelve minute review. Remember that when LeBron's foot was on the line? Was it not on the line? They looked at oh, it for a geez. good 12 minutes. It's like, we got things. That, let's move on with this enough. It, it, The call was right or it wasn't right. It's, we're not investigating a murder scene here. Let's go. I have four grocery stores to get to. I don't have time yes. for this. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So final, final thoughts here. Any bets that you've already looked at or anything that you're looking to bet this week that you're excited about or even Monday? Well, you're putting me on the spot. I just had... Uh, game uh, a weekend where i bet hundreds you of you didn't games. know you're coming on the show with me i had no idea <laughs> yeah you just kind of got me uh let me let me come up with something i don't want the audience to feel empty-handed here anything uh, you have fine. You... I'll, I'll give you a second no, uh i just i really i'm really interested in the saint mary santa clara game because i do think that this is good value on saint mary's and i'm just beating this drum so hard now that watch this not cover at all just like i had was so confident that my clippers bet was going to cover as well and then they just shot like hot garbage on sunday night but that said saint mary's the better team here versus santa clara so i think that you can find good value there now the wcc is annoying similar to the pac-12 in that uh, these top four teams are pretty much the best of the best and now we're really dealing with it could go either way on some of these especially it, it makes sense that you would want to look even at usf for plus 13 i understand but that's why i don't even touch these double digit spreads especially in like when it comes to conference time you already wow it's already up to five and a half st mary's and santa clara so you're moving lines Dang. over there yeah you're moving lines Dang. i'll take the 13 with san francisco yeah. I'll take the 13 with San Francisco. I think they'll give him a game. I'm tempted to, to lay a Gonzaga just so we have like a little oppo action okay. going on. Okay. And that's what I'll do. I it. Got, this is the early game it. tomorrow. Boy, that's an 11. That's the only fun Eastern way to bet this. Tip. I don't want to lay 13 with Gonzaga unless I'm doing it because you are taking okay. 13 with USF. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. We'll that's bet, fun. We'll bet a cashew milk. <laughs> a cashew milk over it. You couldn't afford it. A, a medium thickness um, cashew milk. <laughs> it's Okay. I can't even get into milk thickness with you right now. Explain what all the different milks are for. We don't have time. We're out. We're out of time, frankly, um, and it's too bad because I could really go off on this stuff. Next for a while. episode, we'll te it'll be a tease for the audience. I don't know if it's a tease they have any interest in, but it's definitely a tease. Uh, the tease is that we're going to do another crossover soon because yes. it's March Madness, and I, it doesn't sound like we're excited. I think it's because I'm really tired. It's Sunday night, but um, I'm very excited. If we have no baseball, uh, trust me, we're going to be doing plenty of podcasts on milk thickness, all sorts of your grocery stores. I, we're WNBA, gonna, we're baby, gonna we're going to get you into it. Stuff. We're going to get, yeah, we're going to really have to d dive deep if there's no baseball, trust me. <laughs> to the niche markets. Yes. 
All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Danielle Alvari. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk some NCAA tournament. We'll talk some conference tournament, NBA. We'll talk a little bit of everything. Thank you guys for listening. See you tomorrow. This is the New York City Cats presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.